Okay, so Perak Hadarim Vato, Yudira Hadarim Akum. If somebody lives, right, in a chotzer with a guy, the chotzer, Oi im Misha, Enai Maida Be'erev. Or he lives in the chotzer with someone who doesn't agree to the concept of Erev. Rashi says it's a kusi. Hareza Oisrolov. Okay, just like, ready for this? Just like, let's say two Jews are living in a chotzer. In order for them to carry, to use the chotzer, Right, to carry, in order for any of the Jews to carry from their house to the Chatzar, they must have an Erev. Problem is, you can't make an Erev with a guy. So the, the guy, right, so therefore we're assuming that the guy will Aser. The Gemara is going to modify this for a second. Okay, we're going to treat a guy like a Jew. We're going to say it's not really true. Point is, either way, you need to, you can't make an Erev with a guy, you've got to get him out of there. So how do you get people out of a Chatzar? So we, there's basically three ways. Way number one is you make an error with them, but a guy you can't make an error with. Way number two is, let's say on Shabbos, they mavatal their rishos. So let's say you have two Jews living there. One Jew can say, you know what? I'm out. I'll give you my, my chatzar, my rights to the chatzar. We touched on this dachavav or something earlier. When you give away your rights to your chatzar, do you give away your rights to your bias? Also or not, we're going to discuss all that fun stuff here. Okay, but the point is that you can give away... huh? Third way, you can rent it. That's chirus. So the only way to get a guy out is to rent it from him. Okay? But we're going to see why renting is not going to be an option here. So, again, that sounds like if a one Jew lives with a guy, the guy living in the chatzar will asser him. Will asser the Jew to be able to take from his house to his chatzar. He says, <laughs> that the only time a Jew in a chatzar, a, a guy living in a chatzar of a Jew will aser, is if there's two Jews in the chatzar, then the guy will aser. We'll have to see why. This is a tzeduki, not a guy. That he was living with us in a mavoi. And he was Mavatal. He wouldn't do an Erev because he was a Suzuki. But he was Mavatal's Rishos. We figured out, we conned him into Mavatal's Rishos. And our father said, Hurry up, right? On Shabbos, go ahead. The Suzuki was Mavatal's Rishos. So he was out. So he was telling him, Go ahead and put your Kalim there. Because if you wait too long, you know what's going to happen? The Kusi's gonna, uh, I'm sorry, the Tzaduki's gonna go ahead and he's going to put something in the Chatzar, essentially undoing his bittel, and you're gonna lose it. Rabbi Yehuda Amar, verse, different version of the story, Belashan Acher, he says in a different version, Maharu, the Asut Sarchechem B'mavoy, that it wasn't on Shabbos, but rather before Shabbos, and he said, go ahead, do whatever you need to do in this Mavo, you know why? Because once Shabbos comes around, right, he held that even if the Kusi comes, even, I'm sorry, even if the Tzaduki comes on Shabbos and uses the Chatzar, he's going to be Mavatal you. That if he's, if he's Vatal you at any point on Shabbos, you're going to be in trouble. Therefore, hurry up before Shabbos and take out what you need to take out. Okay. So, so we're going to discuss now the guy, right again. So we said if a guy lives in a chatzar, we had a machoikis between Tanakama who was our mayor 
And Allah Zaman Yaakov, is it one Jew or two Jews who are going to answer? So Yasuba Bar Bar Oven, Rav Khanin, Varchinina, Bar Oven, Vyasva Bayagabai, Vibaya was sitting there. Vyasiva Kamri said, Bish Lamara Mayor, so the first Tana who holds that one Jew in a Khatzer will asser with a guy. One guy will asser with one Jew. Rameir Kasavar Diras Abikamishmadira. That the guy is considered a dira, he's considered a dweller in the Khatzer. So if he's a dweller, he has rights. If he has rights, it's now a shared space. You can't be my Arab with him, and it's a shared space. So then, then I understand Rameir. Veloish, Nachad, Veloish, Natre makes no difference, right? There's two people living in one Chatzar, so therefore they need an Arab. A guy can't be my Arab, so I'm stuck. So why does he say two Jews and one guy? What is going on over there? If you say when a guy lives in a Chatzar, that's considered really living. So then you know what? One should also Aser. One Jew should Aser. Because now it's one Jew and one guy. They're living together. That's a problem. And if you want to say a guy living in a Chatzar is not considered living, and therefore he doesn't have rights to the Chatzar, he's not considered an occupant or a resident of this Chatzar. So then who cares how many Jews are there? The two of them can make an Erev. And who cares about the guy? He doesn't have dear, he doesn't have dear rights anyways. So really, you want to tell me your way of understanding Rameir that Diras Akam is a Dira, right? So it makes sense. One Jew, one guy, they're sharing something, can't make an Arab, so now it's a problem. Now I understand why it's Asr. But Tanya, really, it's not true. That a chatzar of a guy has a din of a corral or a pen. Okay? It does not have a din of a house. It doesn't have a din of a chatzar. So what are you talking about? Ah. Ella. So you have to say, Really? A guy living somewhere? <coughs> guy living in the chatzar? He's not considered a, a, a resident. I so if so, why does the guy asser? There's nothing to do with Erev. New din. The concern is that we don't want Jews living together with Gaim and Chatzeris. They'll be under the influence of the guy. So therefore, we want to do what we want to do is we want to make sure that a Jew won't live with a guy. So to, to um, uh, disincentivize the, them living together, we went ahead and we penalized the Jew and said that you won't be able to use the chatzar. So what's the difference between two and one? Right? What's the difference between two and one? A guy is chashid, right? He's going to be in a murder. He's going to either they'll, they'll murder you. So now we've, yeah, Lubavitchers, where are we up to? Chinese and guy. Okay, good. Um, so, kiman da vichachavim chashur chashur The guy will kill you. Tradish chichi the diary. So, right, if there's two Jews living in the chutzer, the guy is not going to kill, right? Because he knows if he kills one, the other one will report him to authorities. He's going to be in jail for the rest of his life. He'll get the electric chair, whatever he get. So, if two Jews is is um, is shchiach that two people will live with a guy, and we don't want you living with a guy at all. So therefore, Rebbe Yaakov says, two Jews will be geyser, 
that's when you'll lose your rights to an Erev. Gazer Buhu. Chad, but since you'd have to be an idiot to live with a guy alone, because he's going to kill you. So therefore, Chad Lashchiach, and by, we know, by Milsad Lashchiach, like Gazer Abanon, like Gazer Berabanon, okay, for Meir Savar, Zimnin de Mikri, Vidayer. He would sometimes do it. It is somewhat shchiach, and therefore we are gazer. So machlekes whether will apply this gazera when you're living alone or not. When, when it's one Yisrael living with a guy. But Rabbanon ain't erev mail b'makom akum. Now the Rabbanon hold that erev does not. The Rabbanon say right. What did the Rabbanon say? Ain't erev b'mail b'makom akum. Right. So like this. So we said there's three ways that you can get rid. Uh, where you can deal with the fact that you have somebody who ossers you in your chatzar. So the guy ossers you, not because he's a dirin, like two Yisraelim, right? If you're, let's say, one Yisrael going to a mayor, we're talking to the Menyakov. So <clears throat> if, if it was a, uh, uh, if the third person living there, let's say, according to the Lazar Menyakov, there's two Yisrael, the third person was a Yisrael, and you didn't make an error with him, he would ossers you. So you'd have an option to be mavatal, okay? But here, the issue is, and he doesn't answer you because of an Erevin purposes. He answers you because the Rabbanon made a Gezerah that he's going to answer you because they don't want you living with him. So now like this. So how do you get the guy out of there for Erev purposes? Rabbanon Amru ain't Erev Moel Makam Akam. Okay, so Erev's out. We can't do that. Erev's not going to work for a guy. Then Bittol Rishos Moel Makam Akam. Bittol's not going to work. So that's out. Ache Yaskir. You have to rent it for the guy. Oh, by the way, you think you're going to rent it from him? Ve'akam Le'magir. <laughs> a guy is not going to rent it out. Remember, I want to explore this a little bit. Why won't the guy rent it out? My time. Right? He says, this Jew is trying to Jew me. Right? Ah, he wants to rent my uh, apartment, yeah, for air purposes, for a dollar. You know what? Next thing I know, I'm not going to have an apartment. That makes sense according to Mandamar. So we have a machlekes. Whether you need, in order for air purposes, to rent the guy out so that you can use his property... Do you need a schiras bria or reuya, a strong rental or a weak one? So If all you need is a schiras reuya, a weak one, a weak schiras, so then the guy is not going to think. If you do a weak schiras, we'll have to see what that means in a second. That he's not going to think you're trying to you're trying to con him. And you're not you're not you're not asserting yourself there at all. So again, why why would we have a problem? So now the itma, Rav Chistamar Schiris Briyira, Rav Sheshisamar Schiris Ruuya. That what kind of Schiris do you need to rent a guy so that you can get him out for air of purposes, you can get him out of the Chatzar? There's a machlekes whether you need a Schiris Briyira or Ruuya, strong or a weak one. Now, by the way, the Gemara says, my Ruuya, my Briyira. What is, how do you define a weak or strong one? Elam a Briyira. You want to say maybe Briyira is Bipruta, that with a sum of money that is Chashav, it's a Pruta. Ruuya, what's considered a weak Schiris, Pachas Mishavar Pruta? That is less than a shavar pruta, okay? Does anybody actually hold that you can rent, <coughs> that you cannot rent from an akum Meaning that what you're saying ruuya is Of course, a shavar pruta will work. Why? That you can. So we see clearly, you can rent even less than a Shabbat Pruta. Right? So what is it? So what, what, this, what, what, what is Ru'uya then? It can't be less than a Shabbat Pruta because you can rent with less than a Shabbat Pruta. That if a Benoyach steals less than a Shabbat Pruta, 
he would be chayiv misa. Again, uh, stealing is one of the Shev Mitzvahs B'nai Noyach. And if a guy is over on Shev Mitzvahs B'nai Noyach, they're chayiv misa. It's very strict punishment. So but what do we see? However, right, it's not, because it's not a pruta, it wouldn't be, be it wouldn't be the mitzvah of we say, right? But what do we see here? What we see clearly is that when it comes to a guy, is considered real money. If it's real money, then what's the chilek between schira ruuya and schira bria? Right now, so the Gemara says, Bria, what, is, what does it mean, Bria, that a person is going to rent it and be, uh, <clears throat> it's going to be a strong rental? That means he's renting it in order to put his stuff in the chatzar. Ru'uya. What does it mean, weak, right? Muraki and Borgini are, Rashi says, are Safsalim uh, and Kidraku. He's putting his porch furniture there, his benches and his chairs. Okay? But... Ru'uya, what is Ru'uya? Beloi Murakiva Aborgani. Right? Means that he's not putting his stuff there. So what do we see? That you could possibly. One second. Right, again. Uh, one second. Okay, so we say that <coughs> what is considered a schira ru'uya, that is murakiva, that's without murakiva burgundy, you're not going to move your furniture in. Now, going back to what we were saying, we went off on a tangent over here. <speaking in Hebrew> that if you need a strong rental, again, I'm, I understand why the guy would want to rent to you, because he's going to be concerned that you're going to try, you're, you're making yourself too comfortable on this property, and he's concerned that you're really trying to get him out of there. Really, not just for air purposes. If you're not even doing anything, right? You're, you're, you're not even renting it. You're not putting any of your stuff there. So it's really not, not significant enough. Why wouldn't the guy rent it to you? The Gemara says, I'll tell you why the guy won't rent it to you. The guy won't rent. Okay, so what we're saying is that, again, back to our Mishnah. Huh? Uh, witchcraft, sorcery. Okay, he's superstitious. He doesn't want to rent to you. So, um, right, just to summarize, what we're basically saying at this point is, when Machlekesin Rameir and Rolazim and Yaakov, if there's two Jews or one Jew living in the Chatzar with a guy, whether, uh, whether, whether the Rabbanon were guys or by one Jew or only with two Jews or more, and we can't make an error because he's a guy, we can't be Mavato because he's a guy, we can only rent him out, and by the way, we won't rent it out because he's going to be Chayshish Rikshafim. Gufa. Let's say you have a chatzar of a, of a guy. No Jews here at all. Regular chatzar of a guy. Like we said, he, it's not considered a real chatzar. What does that mean? Therefore, if a Jew goes to visit the guy, since it's not a real chatzar and a bias, he could take from the guy's chot, uh, bias and bring it to his chatzar because it's not real dear. If let's say there's four guyim living there, right? Four guyim with four houses and four chatzar and a chatzar that they shared. Jew has no problem going and taking it because they are not considered dayurin. They are not considered. They don't have. Uh, they don't have a tyra of of di, uh, uh, They don't have a tyra. Uh, uh, they don't have a din of diurin. Like they're living there. If they're not living there, then they can't aser on each other. 
where there's no din of the mingasi on each other, so a Jew can go into that chatzar and take from the guy's house into the guy's chatzar. If there is one Jew living in that chatzar, oyser, like our Mishnah said, that is going to a different mayor. Yaakov argues, he says, like we said, because of the gzerah. Like we said, a chatzar of <coughs> an akum is like, is not considered a house. It's like a deer shal We learned clearly, right? We had this before. A person who lives with a guy, it will ask on him. Like kasha, depends. Ha di isa, ha lesa. So this that we said, that a chatzar of a guy has a din of a deer, shal that's only when the guy's not around. But if he's living there, it's like it is. It is considered um, a, a dirin for that purpose. Okay, and umai kasavar. Now, what is what do we hold? Ikasavar dirin b'le balam shma dira. So I don't understand. If we hold that a dira without any balam at all is called a dira, then akam afilo akinami nitzer. So now you're saying even if he's not around, why? Even if he's not around, why should that matter? Okay, because if you hold that when you have a house and its owners are away, it has the din of a house, so then it should be, we should consider it like the guy's living there. So then I have a question for you. What about if you have Yisrael that's living, let's say it's no guy here, just Yisrael, a bunch of Yisrael living in a chatzar, and one of Yisrael is out of town, so then it shouldn't be a problem either. He's not around. So the says, Really? <coughs> a dira without balim is not considered a dira. The Yisrael, however, like this. Okay, so really, they don't have rights there. Now, the Yisrael, the Chiisa, Asar, then when Yisrael is actually li- is, is living in the Chatzar, it's Asar, it's a real Isser. So when he goes out of town, the Rabbanon hold that you still cannot carry in that chatzor without an air. When it comes to a guy, since when the guy is there, it's only a gzera, there's no real isser of a guy there because no real isser of a guy because he doesn't have a din of a, uh, <coughs> really we say he doesn't have a din of, uh, of durin. So what we're saying here is when he's there, we're Aser. And, um, and what we say is that when the Mishnah said, What does that mean? It Aser's him because of this Gezerah. So now we took this logic and we're turning it, right? We're going, it's, it's all follows, but it, we kind of went around in circles over here. So the bottom line is that uh, a deer, a deer shall uh, 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 um, a a bias and a chater shall akum has a din of a deer shall behema. However, when he's there, he'll answer you, and we will make it like he is like like he has rights, like he is a resident of even though a guy really can't be. Why? Because of the gzera of shema yolam and myself. Really, when he's not around, he's not going to answer. We see Rameir holds that even if the guy is out of town, he will answer. So what it comes out is if if 
uh, means he's going to come back. The Asi Biyayme, he's going to come back on Shabbos. So if he's going to come back on Shabbos, then we consider him like as if he's living there on Shabbos. And then it's going to Asr. That the only time a guy is going to be Asr is if there's two Jews living in the Chatzar with him. Rebhuna Amar Minog, that it's not, we don't, Halacha, right? We've said this before. Halacha means that we teach it publicly, we proclaim it to the world. Rebhuna Amar Minig. And Rashi says, what does Minig mean? It's Ayrure, that it, we won't teach it publicly, but if someone comes to ask privately, what should I do? Rebbe, what should I do? We'll tell you to do it. That they were Noyeg, and that is like Bidi Yavid, that Bidi if you did it, um, right, if, if, if you, Bidi Yavid, if you're into that situation, we'll, we'll say it's okay. That we have a, a tradition that when it comes to Rebbe Lazar Yaakov, it's kavanaki, it's clean. Okay, it's a, it's, 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 it's a good halacha, right? It's, it's clear. There's, there was a clear transmission of what the din was. So since it's a clear halacha, because Rebbe Lazar, if Mishnah's Rebbe Lazar Yaakov is kavanaki, it's, it's totally clear, and we paskin like it, is it so clear that we would say it's so taken for granted that everybody knows it that can you teach it in front right? we know that there's an issue between Mayla Halacha Bifnei Rabbi and that's what this sugi is going to go on to next but can uh, you teach you teach something that that, we, that something that Rabbi Lazar Ben Yaakov said can you teach it in front of your Bimakam Rabbi Amar Afilu Biyusa Bikutsa even an egg in Kutach okay which is um, which is uh, um, milk it has milk derivatives. So again, whether or not you're allowed to eat an egg with kutach, which is a halacha, which is a pasha halacha, it shouldn't be, of course it's not going to be a problem. That Rav Chista, they asked Rav Chista, and he would not, okay, he would not, um, when he was in front of Rav Huna, he would not be married this halacha, even though it was a simple halacha, because we see that even when something is a simple, clear halacha, you still can't pass in front of your Rebbe. So what about Megillah's Tainus, which is, again, readily available? Can you teach it where your Rebbe is? We see... That you cannot, even if it's something that is everybody knows what Allah is, you still can't teach it. One more, Okay, and we'll end here. Rebbe however, so even though we said biyusa, bikitsa, bikutcha, right, bikutach, he would not teach in front of his rabbi. He would not be marhalach of rabbi. But here, where it's bikafri, so he wasn't in front of his rabbi, he's in a different city. Now, they were both in Babel, Rashi says, but it was a different city then he would go ahead and teach that. Do you want to summarize or just do it on your own? Huh? Do the summary now? Okay, well, feel free to leave if you're tired. So we'll do Matzei Simchas at nine, figure nine o'clock. All right. You'll be sober by then? Uh, questionable. Okay. Questionable. Okay, so you guys, you can do the summary on your own.
All right.